Today's episode is brought to you by Tushy. If you're tired of toilet paper, let me tell you, get some Tushy. Also, today we're brought to you by Honey. Honey, it's the best way to save money when you shop online. All right, let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Gags and Crendor in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't tell what you were doing. <laughs> well, every time I feel like I gotta come up with something different, and I was like about to be like, yeah, and then I was like, I think I did that before, and I was just like, yeah. So then you ended with a yes. You ended with a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, when you think about that, like little John, little John's from like 10 years ago now. More than 10 years ago. Yeah. Actually, well, little John was not in 2012, my dude. Little John was before that. Oh, Jesus. Boy, Lil John's fifty, dude. I know. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. See, this is like your little John is like me with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lord right. of the Rings. It's like no, dude, that's two thousand one, bro. Lil John's only five six. I guess he is little. And, yeah, it's the little <laughs> dude. I'm taller than Lil John. Finally, somebody I'm taller than. I would love for the two of you to get together, <laughs> make like a music video. Little John and Big Cren, because I'd be an inch taller. I'm Big Cren. <laughs> yeah, and Big Cren. Yo, Big Cren. Yo, back in the day, I was looking at, like, uh, the average height of, like, people, like, hundreds of years ago. Like, I would have been, like, a six-foot-five person equivalent, like, back in, like, 1100. In 1100? <laughs> uh, I don't remember yeah. the specific year, but, like... In 1100. <laughs> There's got to be a website called, like, Heights Through the Ages. There's gotta be um, heights um, through the ages. That's what I. It popped up heights through history, but I. All right. Hmm. How tall uh, was the average person in the 1700s? 67 inches. 60. Actually, 65 inches. I just want no feet. Give me my American units. What do we got? 167. That'd be five four. Was the average height? Yeah. So like even back then, I would have been tall. I was born in the wrong time. That's crazy. I mean, the thing is, like, there's people that, like, get super self-conscious about their height where they're like, oh, I'm so short. But that's, like, that's the, you can't, you can't do that. You just got to do you. You just got to be you. Like, the average male height is 5'9 today. Yeah. No, now I'm, now I'm below the, now I'm with little John. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, if you're, like, at 5'7, I'm still taller than a lot of people I see. But I'm also not as tall as a lot of people. It's but just also, like, a lot of dudes lie. Oh, yeah. A lot of dudes lie. Especially, like, on those uh, websites you were using, right? Where they're just like, yo, I'm, like, 6'4". And then they, like, meet up and they're, like, 5'10". They're like, well, I was, like, wearing my shoes. Even I, I know uh, a woman who's very short. And she wears giant shoes just to seem taller. And I'm like, just embrace the fact that you're short. You walk around those freaking clown shoes all day. <laughs> they yeah, have, like, like, extra... A style now. I mean, it's a something now. You I just don't I'm get like, it. You're you're like an old man. I'm look. I'm also tall. So <laughs> you're also looking down tall, upon all of you. 
thing is, like, I actually enjoy being short. Like, you go on airplanes, you don't have to be like, oh, my legs are, like, like sitting like a praying mantis, you know? Let me just say, being tall on a plane sucks. Being fat and tall on a plane, worse. <laughs> have you ever tried using a bathroom on a plane being fat and tall? Impossible. It's an impossible task. I can, I have to, like, brace in ways my body, like, one foot is, like, up in the air. Yeah, if I go like... on a flight, I won't, eat, I won't eat anything that day. Really? Most of the time, yeah. Huh. That's crazy. I didn't even I think mean, of I mean, if they it. serve me food on the plane, I'll eat the plane food because I know I won't have to go to the bathroom until after I've landed. Uh, I see. But, like, the night before, like, I won't eat a thing because I'm like, I'm not going to the bathroom on that damn plane. It's too much of a hassle. And then everyone else who's in that bathroom is dirty as hell. So now I got to, like, maneuver my body in that bathroom. I'll be touching shit I don't want to touch. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. That sucks. That is true. Yeah, those those bad. Honestly, like the entire plane's probably gonna be dirty. Well, at this point, they probably clean it a lot more than they used to. I would imagine. I think that's probably the, the 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 one more than they used to is the only true thing there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like even when people like they like make your food and stuff, and they're wearing masks. It's like I wish they just wore a mask all the time. <laughs> you know, like things like food I preparation know, yes. or anything where they're getting. They're like working with something. They're close, and they're like, you know, and they're like. But you can't see their face, so you don't know if they like you or not. Yeah, I guess. But I'd sacrifice that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you like me. Did you make this food good? That's all. Like, yeah. is it sanitary? Is it good? You're okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, how did I? We got. <laughs> we got to. I don't know. Hear how, from I don't me know going. Yeah. <laughs> or yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um. How's it going? I can I just say mm-hmm. two things. Well, first off, I was going to talk about today, but I want to talk about earlier this week first. All right. Earlier this week, uh, maybe Thursday or Friday, whatever day, I was driving from running a bunch of errands back to the office. I was coming off the highway, getting ready to do my usual turn, and this uh, young woman who seemed like, I don't know, a college kid in a white Prius, which... When I told this story to everyone, everyone asked what the car was. And I said Prius. And everyone was like, oh, my God. So I guess this is a thing. All right. But in a little white Prius, she, like, swerves to cut in front of me. So I honk. Like, I almost hit you, honk. Mm-hmm. She sticks one hand out the window, flips me off. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> she then proceeds to, like, not figure out which lane she wants to be in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Pick a lane. I'm just trying to go. So I honk again. Two birds come out the window she's flipping me off twice now no hands on the steering wheel double Classic, flipping me off yep. i'm like fine yeah i'm like fine whatever so i slow down so i'm not like immediately behind this psychopath and she like keeps flipping me off and i can't figure out what is happening like is she, is she mad what is going on like i have i don't even i have no interaction i'm not honking anymore i'm like not even interacting i'm not flipping her off back i'm just not even acknowledging her i'm just waiting for her to leave my like immediate area and drive off because i am two blocks from turning to go to where the office is so i'm just like okay whatever but she continues to stay in front of me and she keeps slamming on her brakes and i don't honk anymore i don't do anything i'm just like whatever she's clearly pissed at something i'm just Mm -hmm. like not gonna engage so she goes to turn but then realizes that's not the right turn swerves back in front of me I honk finally again. I'm like, come on. This time she like is half out the window yelling at me. I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? And then she turns 
And when she turns, she turns down the same street I'm turning. Oh, so geez. now it looks like I am the street that I'm on is a no outlet. There's no way out of there. And now it looks like I am following her. I think I think that's what she thought. Because suddenly she starts dramatically swerving and looking back. And she looks like she has panic in her eyes. And you're asking, Jesse, how can you tell? Her head is hanging out the window. <laughs> Jesus. She's like looking at me and now panicking. So she gets back in her car and starts like driving erratically. Mind you, it's a one-way street and there's straight up no, like there's yeah. no outlet. Like, so she's freaking out. I'm just slowly following, just like, oh my God, this girl, what is going on? She's freaking. And then she like drives past the entrance to, to the parking lot. So I just turn to the parking lot. I'm like, hey, all right, what a weirdo. As I go to park my car, she full reverses, flips me off, reversing backwards. Huh. And I just like, was like, whatever, dude. I just can't <laughs> with you right now. And I park and I leave. I was more worried about her getting out of her car and coming to attack me. Yeah. Then I think she thought I was like going to get her or something. I don't know what the hell was going on, man. I don't know what that was. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had while driving. I cannot explain what occurred. I don't know what. She even had an out-of-state license plate. So I don't know what her deal was. It was very bizarre. But um, yeah, that was like a a 10.30 in the morning on a (laughs) Thursday or Friday this week. It's great. Huge fan. Maybe she was on drugs. I believe it. In this city, I believe it. I wouldn't even question that. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's wild. That's like, you know, I, you, know you get you get crazy people every so often, but occasionally you get like some really crazy people. Like super, like dangerous crazy. Yeah. Not fun crazy. Like she was hanging out the car yelling at me. And I was like, I have said nothing and done nothing new except honk to let you know you almost hit me. It wasn't even like a, it was like, honk. I only had that one time where like, well, it wasn't like that, but it was this crazy guy. He was driving this old beat up like white van that like home, like the home improvement guys drive, you know, like all the tools and shit in it. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Allen. And so he was just like, we're getting off the highway and this dude was just driving normally and we're like, all right. And luckily nobody's behind me because the dude is like trying to determine which way to go left or right and he just stops and i was just like highway like no you know like when you get off the highway there's like a little ramp and you like circle around yeah yeah. he stops in the middle of that and i was just like what so i just like slam my brakes on i'm like what and then he like looks left and right i guess he didn't know where to go and then he starts going right then he swerves back left and then he swerves back right. And I was like, I'm going to go the opposite way of the, where yeah. this guy goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the smart money is to just be like, you know what? I'm just not going to be around that erratic driver. Yeah. Part of me even thought, like, is this dude just trying to, like, get hit so he can be like, somebody hit me? Like, that thought went through my head. I've had that thought a few times, especially in L.A., where there's been a driver in front of me who's been really erratic. And I'm like, are they purposefully trying? Because I believe the fault is... If you hit, if you rear on someone, the fault's on you. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm, I was like ninety percent sure that's what that guy was doing. So yeah. that was. I would have. You made the smart choice. I would have been like, nope, I will not be hitting you today. <laughs> I don't got time for this. So yeah, yeah. no, that's mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. And yeah, and I'm coming off that other person that hit me from behind. So oh, yeah. 
And I'm like, I, here's the best part. I took my car in, and uh, it took them all. I guess they might have had the parts. I don't know what. It took them a day, one day to fix it. That's the fastest service I've ever had. They were like, <laughs> I took it in at an 8.30 appointment, and by 3 in the afternoon, they were like, your car's ready. I'm like, you gave me a loaner and everything. They're like, yeah, no, you can just drive down. We close at 5. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> See you then. Well, that was pretty amazing. So I was coming off like, well, that got taken care of. That was, I will say, my car still has one area where there's like a, like a scratch on it mm. that's pissing me off, but... They, they're like, we'd have to replace the whole panel. I'm like, no, I'm all right. So they just replaced the rear bumper, but I guess everything else is fine. So whatever. And then they gave me like an oil change and shit. And they were like, yeah, don't worry. It's free. So here you go. And I was like, yeah. Uh, well, that's at least nice. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But uh, then, oh my God, then coming back. Oh, man. So when I took the car in the morning... I was supposed to come, so I took it on Monday at 8.30 a.m., mm. and I do the MCU crew, which is the Marvel show that we do, every Monday at 10 a.m., so I said, all right, that's at least an hour and a half I have to get back. Plenty of L.A. time to do that. I'm fine. All right. I get back on the highway. I don't know, 15-minute drive. Uh, I'm five minutes in, and suddenly all the cars are stopped, <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Come on. 10 minutes goes by. 15 minutes goes by. 20 minutes. Finally, I just pull out my phone and go on Twitter. And I type in like 405 Los Angeles traffic. And the first thing that pops up is a video. And I tweeted it. And they were like, there's a situation happening on the 405. And it shows an overpass. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I vividly remember going down towards this uh, uh, car place. And... While I was driving, there was a dude on one of the overpasses throwing shit on the street, like like Whoa. the highway below. And I think that was the guy. Huh. I think, I, I, from what I could see, people on Twitter were saying that there was someone threatening to jump onto the highway from the overpass. And so the police shut down the road. But there were also a lot of cars, like by the time I got up there, there were also a lot of cars that were broken down. So I feel like, we were stuck there so long, a bunch of cars broke down just while we were there. But the initial thing, I think, was this dude threatening to jump. Huh. I have no idea what happened with it, but I feel like I saw that guy before while I was driving down. I don't know. It was so weird. Needless to say, we were supposed to do a show at 10. I got on the highway at 9, and uh, I didn't arrive home until 11.10. <laughs> wow, we... It was a 15-minute drive, so that's I spent two hours sitting, not even moving, just sitting on the highway, and I was like, thankfully, I have gas in the tank, or this could have been bad. It was... Has, it there was, has to be people that run out of gas on the... That's what I'm saying. The there were a lot of... By the time I got to... Uh, when the traffic started moving again, it was still kind of a mess because there were a lot of cars that were just stuck in the road, and... Uh, People were like, oh, that's probably what the problem was. I was like, I don't think so. I think that is just an additional problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I am glad I don't drive in that. Uh, just every time, like L.A., it's not even like crazy L.A. It's just that traffic of like 15-minute drive takes two hours. No thanks, L.A. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So speaking of 
uh, uh, traffic. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. There was traffic going to uh, the Adepticon, which I don't know if you remember Adepticon, but it's like a Warhammer convention. And yes, we were gonna. We had plans to go in yeah, March last in 2020, I believe, before yeah. the, the pandemic. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So it's been canceled since then, and now it's finally back. So I went to that because I was like, finally, something I can like drive to around here. Uh, and it's pretty neat. I met up with the uh, like a Warhammer community guy, and he was just like, "Hey, I'm from England," and I was like, "Nice," and then uh. <laughs> It's me, Mr. Creative <laughs> Assembly. He bought part of Games Workshop, he is. Uh, so I had a beer with him. That was neat. But the thing was, like, they were like, oh, yeah, and then uh, they're going to have, like, this party for, like, other content creator people with Warhammer stuff. And I was like... Dude, please tell me right. you went. I would so, love to know what that's like. <laughs> well, I had to know what it was like, too. So I was like, all right, I'll go. But first, uh, I was listening at the bar. There are these two guys... Because it was around, like, I don't know, 9 p.m. there. And so these two guys were just talking at the bar. And they were not Warhammer people whatsoever. Uh, they were probably there was, there like, like, two business. dudes at a bar at the Warhammer convention? But it's, like, one of those, you know, like, PAX East. They have the hotel attached to the convention thing. And then, sure, okay. So it's yes, like yes, that, yes. where they're probably staying at the hotel for, like, business. Because there's also a bunch of business shit around there. And so uh, they're just talking, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's, like... Yo, I worked my way up, man. I worked my way <laughs> up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I worked my way up. My mom did too. We worked our way up. You know, we earned this. And then he's like, yo, which whiskey you want? What was that? Like, a, was that 2017? Let's get the 20. He's like, I need a nightcap. I need a nightcap. And then they're talking That's more. because he worked his way up. He worked his way up. And the guy's like, yo, yeah. you got like, you got like smoke? And he's like, I got a jewel. You want a jewel? And he's like, yeah, let's hit the jewel. And they just, like, walk outside and start smoking his, his jewel. And then they walk back in and then... I, the worst part is you haven't described them once and I already know what both these guys look like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh... It was just two younger businessmen. Although one was more like yep. a middle-aged businessman, but still, like... I was just listening to, them t- listening to them talk, but that was, like, the main thing. Everything else just sounded like blah, 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 blah. But I just remember him just being like, work my way up. Work my way up the ladder. And his mom did too. I bet this guy, 100%, if you would be like, yo, you TikTok, you'd be like, I TikTok. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I TikTok. <laughs> it's about brand integration, bro. You got a TikTok. You got a TikTok. That's what the views are, dog. TikTok. Um, so that happened. Was great. And I was like, all right, I'll go to this thing. So they're like, oh, it's like, uh, it was in one of the lobby, kind of like how there's like BlizzCon parties on like the hill. I thought you were about to say it was in a room. Like, it was just in some guy's room. Like, it, was, it was like one of those, like, big suites, like a type of sure. hotel thing. So I'm like, all right. So I go there, and there's, like, a bunch of Warhammer YouTube people I've seen, and they're just talking. There's, like, people being like, woo, like, get, like gathering up, being like, yo, I haven't seen you in forever. And then, uh, but, like, aside from that, I was just staying. I was like, I don't know anybody here. And, like. This is, uh, <laughs> this just reminds me of, like, TwitchCon parties where, like, everybody just sees people they know and they're like, yo, what's up? All right, bye. And then I was like, like <laughs> was, so you recognize these people from, I assume, videos and stuff that they do, but what's the community like? Are they? Well, they're pretty cool. He, 
Like, what I know of the Warhammer community is only the most toxic, crazy people. <laughs> oh. No, like, like the, the people that I see all the time when it's like Warhammer recommendations on YouTube, it's always like some guy who's like, why the orcs in Warhammer are representative of today's liberal media. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah, I don't think that person was there. Um, <laughs> I would hope not, but you know. It's more just people that actually paint and like talk about stuff and they'll be like, hey, this thing's coming out with Warhammer, like whatever. And there was just a bunch of them and they're like, there's like an older, they're probably like between like 30 and 50. So like it was older people and then there's chilling. These are actually like fans and not just dudes who make angry like, the Warhammer lore of the Empire well, is true okay. to Earth I'm today. <laughs> reminding you, this is a... we had one god emperor... <laughs> this is a Warhammer community event. All right, they're not going to... Let's, let's invite <laughs> this person that hates Warhammer to our Warhammer community event. That sounds great. Like, so, you know, it was, it was all right. And then I was like, I stayed five minutes and I was like, I'm going to leave. Then I, <laughs> I left. <laughs> but then I went to the actual Adepticon. It was fun. So I walked around, saw some miniature stuff, saw some booths. I went. Uh, somebody gave me free stuff. Uh, they were the. They're called Death Ray Designs. They were like, "Hey, Crendor, do you want some Necron terrain?" And I was like, "Sure, I'll take free stuff." So they gave me free stuff. It was pretty neat. Death Ray Designs. I'm looking them up right now. Yeah, Death Ray Designs. Um. So that was the cool. New Necropolis. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do a bunch of terrain stuff. They have, like, uh, basings and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So there's, like, one of the people at a booth there. Uh, there's you know, just a bunch of... And there's, like, half of the convention was just people playing games. Just, like, sitting down playing games. And then there's this family of orcs. They're, like, cosplaying as orcs, and they would just walk around going, Wah! And then their kids were dressed up as, like, little goblin noblars. And they Amazing. would just bang a cowbell. <laughs> and be like, Amazing. Clang, clang, clang. and that's what they they just did that like, the entire time. <laughs> so it's pretty great. Uh, I didn't, I didn't. So I knew that there were goblins, but I didn't know that. So I played the ogre campaign in Total mm. War Warhammer Three, and I didn't know that the ogre goblins were called noblers. Yeah, they're like mini goblins. <laughs> I had no clue that was their name, and that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I was like, these guys are not called nob G N noblers. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're great. And so just like walked around, looked at all that. And I was like, all right. The thing is, like, when I go to conventions, I like sitting in rooms where it's like panels where like people are talking. I thought there'd be some, but there was like no panels. I guess because everybody's playing games, so they don't have panels. But like, I feel like you, don't you even need have like some panels. Paint exhibit things like a person's painting. And like when I was at some um, of those. But not when like I was at the convention room. in Canberra, when I was like in Australia, they they had a Warhammer area, but it was literally like learn to paint like the pros. And what they did, I thought this was really neat, is that they had a guy who was like painting officially, but then around him were a bunch of tables, and on those tables were like a bunch of really crappy figures that clearly were just like bootleg knockoff things, mm. and then a million D paints, and you just sat there and you could paint. And I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I was, at the, I was invited to this convention. I did my uh, uh, like shows and stuff I had to do and then spent the rest of the time straight up like painting. <laughs> just went to that area and painted and just painted characters. 
And it was like me and like 12 year olds. And I did not give a damn. I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like Billy Madison out there. Yeah, it was great. I loved that. It's what inspired me to come back and be like, Crendor, I think I want to paint. Damn. Yeah, it was great. It's very, it's calming. It gives you like, a, you have something to do. You have like a focus. You know the objectives and what you're trying to do. It like, yeah, it makes sense to me. It, it ticked off all the things. I was like, you know what? This is awesome. I love yeah. this. That's what I'm saying. It was uh, I love that's like the reason I love Warhammer building and painting and all that. It's just it's very meditative when you're doing it, and it gives you like something Absolutely. creative. It's a creative outlet. Um, so yeah, we did that. But yeah, that was the only complaint was I wish they had more like actual panels happening. They have like some events. Like there's a beginner class. They have like how to do specific painting things. Like they have wet blending 101. Learn how to wet blend. But like you got to pay to go to those. Like I like. When you just walk into a panel, like, what's going on here? You know? It is, yeah, it's so, like, it's it's one of those things where I, I understand why they would do the things they would do. But I also feel like, couldn't they have panels where, like, the people come on and talk about, I don't know, like, even the best game I ever played. Like, something like that. There's got to be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So... That would be my uh, my only thing going forward is like get some panels, all right, uh, and then you know that was pretty fun. You know, it's not like a big convention; it's just like a smaller convention. But I mean, it's you still showed fun. me where it takes place. It's not yeah. a big location. No, it's not. So like, it's still like a fun thing to go to. It's like being in that convention sure. environment because we used to go to like four conventions a year back like five six years ago. I know. So that was crazy. So now it's everyone this year is like, bro, you going to to PAX East? I'm like, hell no. What? <laughs> yeah, no. You kidding me? No. <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't have flown to go to this thing. It's just the fact that it's like finally something's like in a Chicago convention I can drive to. Thank God. Don't have to get on a plane and like stay at a hotel and do all that. So right. that was nice. And then uh this doesn't even relate to anything, but I was, it was like yesterday in the morning, I was eating breakfast and I was like, uh, I wonder if there, I just felt the urge to watch like 90s TV. And so I was like, I wonder if there's like a website that has like 90s TV or something. I guess you go on YouTube or whatever. So I did 90s TV and there's a website called my90stv.com. And they also have, here I go. They also have my 80s TV. And nah. my 2000s TV. And... Yo, this isn't just like, whoa. This... Do you, can you actually watch stuff here? Yeah, so you just like flip through. The thing is, they've like compiled a bunch of YouTube videos. <laughs> so they're essentially just like browsing through YouTube videos. Because like some were like end of playlist. And I was like, oh. Uh, but the fact that they like put this all together and they've like sorted it by years, you can, like go year to year and it's like playing different stuff. It's pretty cool. Dude, this is wild. There's a channel literally called NBC commercials and it's just commercials from NBC. WWF wrestling March, 1992 is one thing. Yeah. They have sports. They got news commercials. Like they got everything. The best of the Beastie Boys. Well, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, so what I literally just watched this for like an hour. <laughs> just this is, I through. did not. Ex- I thought this was just going to be like a thing where it had a list of stuff from those eras. No, it's like actually legit. 
this is crazy. Yeah, there's the best of 60s, 70s, 80s, 2000s. Yeah, like I went to 2002. And I was like flipping through and it got to the news and they were, the, the news is just like, it's getting crazy out here. The terrorists could strike again and they said they'll strike apartment buildings. And they're like, are you worried your apartment building will be attacked? And they're like, I mean, that's pretty generalization, but uh, you know, you just don't know. <laughs> it's like, this is crazy. It's like going back in time. But you know what's going to happen in the future. Dude, it is very weird. I'm watching a commercial. I just went to 2002. What the hell is this commercial? It's a Ralph Lauren commercial, but it's like extra patriotic because, you know, like post 9-11. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of beautiful models riding horses and the music in the background is like, and then it's like, the world of Ralph Lauren and shows him like waving it. And then like an American flag and then a bunch of beautiful models and like polos and shit. Amazing. <laughs> this is so crazy. Yeah. Like this was more than I ever expected. Just like being able to watch an actual weird digital TV. And you it's can impressive. like, um, you can like check what you want and don't want. So like, if you're like, I don't care about soap operas, you can like uncheck that and it won't go to the soap opera channel when you're looking through. This guy at Joey Cato on uh, Twitter is a engineer at Netflix, I guess. The guy Dude, that made he's this? using his powers for good. Damn. Yeah, this is this guy <laughs> is amazing. This is so neat. It what really the is. Hell. Yeah. Props to you, Joey. Cato, C-A-T-O. Wow, that's so He worked on The Sims. Cool. Dude, this guy is, is a hero. This guy, this guy is a hero. This guy is out there doing the things that, honestly, he did more for the internet than I think 99% of the people on the internet have ever done. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's had this for a while because he's had... He tweeted, he's like, Gizmodo wrote a nice article about my 60s TV. And it was just them talking about the TV thing in October. Mm. That's so cool. That's so cool. I love this. Good find, dude. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, if you want to just take a trip down the old nostalgia lane and watch some old TV, you just pick a year and check it out. <laughs> That's very good. Wow. All right. I need to close this or I'm going to be looking at it all <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I was saying, I was just watching for an hour, and then you're just thinking, you start remembering things, they start playing, like, here's LL Cool J, and I'm like, oh my god, he existed. I mean, he still exists, <laughs> but he was relevant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was pretty neat. You reminded me of that, because I was watching your live stream for a bit, and you talked about the chop, and I was like, oh yeah, TV. Yeah, that was the thing people used to watch, or unless you're in my case, still watch. <laughs> Um, the thing is, so that's, yeah. like, you talked about those formulas, but, like, every show has that formula. It's not even just oh, Food yeah. Network shows. Like, every show has the formula. Like, they used to, when we watched uh, Container Wars, whatever the shit it was, like, you knew the formula. The, they would just go, like, oh, am I going to be able to buy this thing? He's like, I bid 55, 55, 55, 65, 65. He's like, I don't know if I'll be able to afford this one. He's like, I'll do it. And then he ends up finding, like, some rare thing. It's like wow. Yeah, this but is like crazy. that's it's chopped is so weird because it's so formal. Like you you can't imagine that a cooking show, especially a cooking competition, could be that formulaic. But it always is every time. Every time the first commercial break is always 
Oh no! Like I just before we did this, I was I was eating dinner and I decided to watch an episode of Chopped because I was talking about <laughs> Chopped and it was on my mind. And it was Memphis barbecue, and one of the chefs was like, "I was cooking my chicken. And I looked down. And I was like, oh, I didn't even touch my barbecue nachos. I don't know what to do with the barbecue nachos.'" And the music's like, "Bum bum 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 bum." Commercial break. And then it comes back, and he's like, so the idea I have with my barbecue nachos, you're like, come on. Oh, yeah. You always know they're going to figure it out. They just edit it. So it's just like, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's all editing, and it's, I guess because you have to make a show like this dramatic. Yeah. Without like, dramatic moments, really. Yeah, there's no dramatic moments in a bunch of chefs like, uh, yeah, so I guess I'm going to cook these uh, barbecue nachos and uh, make it into something else. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but they every show uses that formula. Like, even if you go to, like, TLC or something, where they're, like, my 800 kids, and they'll, like, do a thing, they're, like, hold on, I only counted 799 kids, where's the one? And it's, like, <laughs> bam, 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 and it comes back, like, oh, he was under the bed. There's, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I want to say today, though, this episode of Chopped had the biggest reverse Uno card I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this guy um, comes on the show, and it was, again, it was Memphis Barbecue was the theme. And the first round they had in their basket, uh, if people who don't know Chop, they give them a basket of four ingredients, and they have to use those four ingredients to make whatever it is. And it's like four surprise yeah. ingredients. So it was Memphis Barbecue was the theme, so they had to make Memphis Barbecue with the ingredients. And again, one of the ingredients was barbecue nachos, which it, I guess is just barbecue on nachos. I have no idea how that works. But anyway, one of the guys, his meal that he made was barbecue nachos. <laughs> so he got barbecue nachos and then made barbecue nachos with the barbecue nachos. And then when he presented to the judges, the judges were like, so why do you have an affinity for barbecue nachos? And he's like, well, I invented the barbecue nacho. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. This guy played the system. <laughs> they gave him the thing he invented and then he just used it to invent another barbecue nacho. That's it's crazy. Yeah. I was like, this guy is amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's why I watch for moments <laughs> like that, apparently. I used to watch, like, HGTV stuff. I say used to. I still occasionally watch HGTV stuff, but they do the same thing. They're just like, uh, we're trying to flip this house, and uh, the pipes aren't working. They're like, the pipes aren't working. What are we going to do? And it's like, there, there, there. Then they come back, and they're like, so we called a guy, and he's going to fix the pipes. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's never, <laughs> it's never exciting. It's always just like, we have to make tension for the commercial break. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool, I guess. It's like uh, House Hunters, too. Like, House Hunters, they don't really have, like, a super formula, but it's got, like, a similar... You can tell what's formulaic about it and, like, what they're told to say. Every, I swear to God, take a shot. Every episode, they go, uh, I can see myself. Every, like, I, they tell them to say. They're just like, I can see myself out here just, you know, on the balcony, having a coffee, talking to my dog about how he's a dog. It's like, okay. <laughs> but like every time, or, or the, they'll be like, oh, this is a great space for entertaining. They never go like, hey, this would be good to have friends over. They're like, this is great for entertaining. So you know the producers are like, okay, if you see this spot, totally you say it's entertaining. Okay, make sure you say the word entertaining. Yeah, probably the company that gave them the furniture or whatever was like, it's great for entertaining. They're like, make sure you <laughs> yeah. say it's great for entertaining. Yeah, every time. And then they're always just like, uh, you know, it's me. I'm a teacher at a community college, and my wife is, uh, you know, works at a small coffee shop as an IT person. So we're moving to San Francisco, and our budget. IT eight, person. 
uh, our budget's $800 million. And you're just like, what? <laughs> They'll just be like, yeah, I'm a janitor at a grade school and my wife is an author. Uh, she wrote one book, it sold five copies. Our budget's $80 million. Every time. And then there'll, feel there'll like be someone it's else. It's one of those things like, just say what your budget is, and that's like that's what we have, you know, so people will know how much this costs in real life. But you just like, I just want to watch the normal people that are just like, hey, I'm a normal person, There's norm- and we have normal jobs, and our budget's like 250000 You're like, okay. But then I guess the houses aren't, aren't as exciting as if someone's like, hey, I'm going to look at the right. Silicon Valley for my mansion. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't... I Yeah, it's all... It's just, it's all because some company was like, yeah, we'll donate this. And it's like, all right, well, how much does that cost? Oh, that's $100,000. All right. Well, they have to increase the price of whatever they're doing by $100,000. Even though this couple isn't paying for it, we have to have them say their price range is this so that people will know how much the different things cost. Like that kind of thing. I know uh, apparently with House Hunters, they like pick out, they already know what house they're going to get before they even go on the show. So they just sure. like, oh, I believe they're that. like, all right, we're buying this house. But then they're like, we'll just show you two houses. And then, you know, they, they go with the one they're already buying. Uh, but the other formulaic thing they do is they always have the couple have contrasting things. They're never like, yeah, we both just want a nice modern house, cookie cutter belt, whatever. They're always like, I'm a little more traditional. Okay, I just want, like, uh, character in this house, you know, something old, you know, but it's, it's been lived in, but he's more modern. He wants, like, you I know, I was thinking a sex dungeon in the basement. <laughs> if we could compromise, like, if it's a uh, nice <laughs> 1700s <laughs> sex dungeon, a little more character, that'd probably be okay. It's <laughs> yeah, I want something a little more modern, a little more funky. I was thinking a sex dungeon in the basement. <laughs> Uh, that would, <laughs> that's like the late night HGTV. I just want some guy to do that. Like the <laughs> wife's like, I was just thinking like a little, like uh like a little breakfast nook and maybe a place where I could put a bookshelf, maybe a built-in bookshelf. I'd love to read Anne of Green Gables, my favorite. And the husband's <laughs> like, yeah, I was thinking something a little more uh, eclectic, like a sex dungeon in the basement. <laughs> And the wife like gives a little wink to the camera. That'd be amazing. That like that'd be amazing. That just cuts that'd be the, the episode like, to watch. Some random stock. And you're like do 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 do, and they like do a this <laughs> film like a goose walking around or some shit. <laughs> they always do that. They're like, here's a stock thing, like some stock music. There's like animals jump jumping around like a frog, and then like a some person riding their bike through the city. That's like it. Uh, so I found all of this usable metal (laughs) and we're going to spruce up this basement and then hook the chains to the metal to have it and give it a real industrial feel (laughs) the guy's like i love it right honey and the wife's reading anne of green gables like it's great um so yeah that's the formula tv and overall i get it and i i can't stop watching it I need to say, by the way, I know we've done it on this show before in the past, yeah, and we've talked about it, but today on stream, the end of the stream, I might have to upload this to YouTube because it blew my mind. Mm. Someone in chat said, Jesse, are you a Taurus? And I said, uh, yes, I'm a Taurus. And then that person said, is that your son's sign? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? 
They're like, is it your son? And I was like, oh, this is that thing where like, you know, well, my sun sign is this and my moon sign is this right. and my Gemini is this and whatever. And basically it's just a way for you to be everything. So no matter what the horoscope always fits is how I feel, right? I think it's just a more in-depth astrology thing, but I honestly don't know like how it even works. So. <laughs> well, so because I didn't either, I went to this website, called my mom on stream, was like, what time <laughs> was I born? Did the whole thing. Went in, inputted all the information, and the output it gave me was so incredibly accurate, it was frightening. It was scary, <laughs> dude. I almost, for a minute, was, I was, like, believing. I was believing everything it was saying about me. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know what half of it meant, but all the things we were talking about, like, my personality stuff, believed every bit of it. Then I went in and just typed in a random, I named a guy John Smithman, and typed in a random information. And here's the thing. It was... Roughly equivalent, except worded differently. So, like, <laughs> yeah. the one for me, it was like, you are a sun Taurus, and so you are stubborn and set in your ways. And then I was like, John Smithman was, I think, a Sagittarius or Scorpio or something. It was like, you when you ha when you have an opinion, you stick to it. And I was like, that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, some, like, philosopher scientist whatever guy and he did like mm. a thing in a classroom about astrology and like fortune telling and all that and he gave everybody uh the same what do you call it uh like reading and so he just worded everything differently so he just mixed it up instead of being like you get stressed easily you like to talk he would like give the same thing to someone else and it would just be like you like to talk you get stressed easily like just mixed up so people didn't think they got the same one and pretty much, uh, he was like, how accurate do you think this is to describing you? And everybody pretty much said it was like 70 to 90% accurate. And then he was like, well, you all got the same one. <laughs> so it's like, he's like, the way the brain works is it just fits you into whatever. So it's like, you're stubborn. And it's like, everybody can be stubborn at some point. That doesn't mean you're more stubborn than someone else is on a consistent basis, but it's like very vague. So it's, it's all what's, about what's, being what's vague. What's fascinating is the things it said about me. The reason why it was so funny and why I was like, I think I believe in this is because earlier in the stream, I had been talking about a bunch of different things and it seemed like every single thing I had said, this thing picked up on. <laughs> and it, it was humorous because it felt like someone was watching the stream, just writing out a notes, like notes about me. <laughs> yeah. And we were all laughing about it because it seemed like it was super accurate. And here's the thing. It was super accurate. But then when I went to go look at everyone else, like, like, you know, John Smithman, it was accurate there as well, but just worded differently. So I feel like you're, I mean, you're totally right that I think we all are looking for the same thing. It was just very funny that the things I was saying on stream, it was like nailing me on. I felt called out on so much <laughs> stuff. I don't know. It was for a brief moment. I was like, I think this is real, y'all. I think this is real. It was, it was pretty funny. I would highly recommend, if you were listening right now, go watch it. It was pretty wild. I'll watch it, and then I'll do it, and I'll see. Dude, I, like, called my mom and was like, when was I born exactly? She's like, what? I think I spent, like, an hour reading through all the... Because it gives you, like, this is your moon, and this oh, is yeah. your this, and this is your in this house. And the more I read, the more I was like, damn. Like, it was... There was a lot of stuff that's accurate, and then there was a lot of stuff that was, like, you know, very vague. But I was like, oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. I would say... 20% of it was on the nose, like 100% Jesse. And then 
80% was so vague that it was still 100% Jesse, but it could have been about anybody. So it was interesting. No one else is interested. Hey! <laughs> Honey is here to save you money when you shop using your iPhone or computer. How do you feel about shopping online? Do you do it often? Yeah. Who, who, who doesn't these days? It's the thing to do. Most people, you should see the mailroom in my apartment complex. It is boxes and bo They don't even put it away anymore. It just sits there. How it is not stolen is beyond me. Well, that's because most people are shopping for things online right now. And honey is the best way to save money while you do that. Because look, we all want to use as many coupon codes as we possibly can while shopping online. But searching for them manually, having to remember them, it's a lot. Honey saves you the hassle of that. Honey will literally do it for you. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping online for shoes or for pizza or for like a microphone because you want to be a cool streamer like me. Wink, 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 wink. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> when you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons and it will find it for you if they are available for that site. If Honey finds that coupon, watch those prices drop. Honey just doesn't work on your desktop either. It also works on your iPhone now too. Just activate it on Safari and you can do it on the go. It's so simple. Honestly, it is the easiest thing you can do for yourself. If you aren't using it, you're just missing out on savings. All you gotta do right now is go to joinhoney.com slash cox and you get it for free. It is a free product. Go to joinhoney.com dot com slash cox to get honey for free today also today we're brought to you by tushy the time for spring cleaning is upon us do more than just dust your cabinets or organize your closet spring clean your butthole whoa with hello tushy bidets that's right that's where i went with that <laughs> after wiping with dry scratchy toilet paper all winter long your bum could use a serious refresh put your cleanest booty forward and start washing with Hello Tushy today. Stop spreading your business around your butthole with toilet paper. You know you're just making it more messy back there. You don't want to talk about it, but I'll talk about it on this show. Fenner's <laughs> not going to stop me. That's true, I'm not. Start washing with Hello Tushy bidets right now. Hello Tushy is a bidet attachment. It washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. All you do is simply spray, pat it dry. Attaches to your existing toilet. You don't need an electrician. You don't need a plumber. It takes about eight minutes to put in. Not even that big of a deal. We'll cut down your toilet paper usage by 80%, saving you money and preventing you from wasting all that paper. Make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy Bidet attachment, ottoman, and toilet brush. Hello, Tushy has cleaned over 1 million happy bums. Join them and take care of your business the cleaner way. We want you, right now, to go to hellotushy.com slash cox to get 10% off plus free shipping right now. If you want, if you get it, seriously, just at hellotushy. That's right, shout it loud, shout it proud. You got a clean butt, very proud of you. That's hellotushy.com slash cox for 10% off and free shipping right now. That's hellotushy.com slash Cox. All right, Crandall, let's go. Drop your cap. Let's go, Crandall. Let's drop your cap.
Oh boy, traffic is going. We've got so much traffic on the 808, the 706, and the 505. Uh, checking down here, it looks like there's some more traffic at the 259. And it looks like there's some more traffic at the 802? That's the 802, yep. Um, so if you're taking any of those, uh, you know, just, uh, don't. Back to you. I don't think anyone's taking those. I don't think those are real. Mm, then why are they on my map? Oh, that's a good point. Good point. <laughs> Touche. You got me. Yeah. All right. Let's go to weather. Weather time. We've got... Uh, this one's been upvoted. Upvoted? Oh, my goodness. Well, on the YouTube. Uh, Helena Hassan. Hassan? Weather request for Frufallen, Sweden. Literally translates to wife trap. So it could be something for Jesse to consider. <laughs> Frufallen, Sweden? Okay. Now Fru my hunt begins. <laughs> In Frufallen, Vestra Gotaland, Sweden, it is 39 degrees, partly cloudy. 33 degrees is what it feels like, though. 30.02 inches of pressure, 89% humidity, 10-mile visibility, 8-mile-an-hour winds, 36 on the dew point, UV index 0 of 10 with a waning crescent moon. Looking at the 10-day, tonight, partly cloudy, winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, 38 degrees. Monday, 53 with partly cloudy skies. Tuesday, 42, partly cloudy. Wednesday, 40, mostly sunny. Thursday, 42, partly cloudy. Friday, 43, partly cloudy. Saturday... 44, mostly sunny, and Sunday, 45, partly cloudy. So why is this place considered the place where women can't escape from? What is happening here? Oh. I'm looking at it, and it seems like one road. That's all I can tell. Maybe like three or four roads, and it's on a lake. And it's near Boris? Uh. And it's kind of close to Copenhagen, kind of? It's in the southern part of Sweden. Well. So, I mean, like, that's good for me. But also, in... why... What is the rule with this? They said that it literally translates to wife trap. Wife trap. So if you type in wife trap, it also says fall in Sweden, wife trap economiska foreign, uh, as well as wife trap brewery. There's also a, well, this is weird. There's a link here called Top Face, dating site for serious relationships in fallen. And the image is like a dude duck facing. So, I mean, that's, yeah. Maybe that's not it. Maybe that's where you got to go. There also appears to be a lot of, um, like, antique stores, which is probably the trap. That probably is the like, trap. honey, yeah. let's go to the antique store. You're my wife now. <laughs> they always say that's what happens in Sweden. That's the weather. All right. <laughs> let's go to sports. Sports. We've got sports. We've got sports. NCAA Final Four is set. It's going to be uh, North Carolina versus Duke, a classic. And then classic. Kansas taking on Villanova. So some good games there. Uh, over in soccer, it looks like USA 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifying is happening. And USA is beating Panama. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, or qualifying how for the World Cup. That's pretty good. So I guess, yeah, they didn't even qualify last World Cup, right? I don't think mm -hmm. they did. So maybe they will this time. Uh, over in the NBA, closing in on the end of the season, only like seven, eight games left for each team. 
You've got the Celtics, Heat, Bucks, 76ers, Bulls, Raptors, uh, and playoff spots, followed by the Cavs, Nets, Hornets, Hawks, and the play-in. You've got the Suns, the Grizzlies, Warriors, Jazz, Mavericks, Nuggets in the playoff spots, and the Timberwolves, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans in the play-in, but that could change. Uh, then we have the NHL. NHL standings. We've got the I Panthers. About to do like a little song and dance like NHL standings. <laughs> no. We got the Panthers at the top, Hurricanes, Penguins, Rangers, Lightning, Bruins, Maple Leaves, Capitals. Wait, are those the... Oh, my God. Yeah, the those are the top teams. And then the eighth seed is the 84 points team, and the next highest is 69 points. Nice. Damn. That's pretty crazy, though. They're practically in the playoffs already. Yeah, and dude. The, the West, you got the Avalanche, the Flames, the Wild, the Kings, the Predators, the Blues, the Oilers, and the Golden Knights. But this one, this one's much closer. The eight seeds got 76 points, while the... Ones below them got 75, 73, 72. So all those teams fighting for that playoff spot. Uh, Seattle Kraken, not doing great. 46 points, second lowest in the NHL. Uh, tied with the Canadians, though, and uh, two points above the Coyotes. And the name's good, too. So, like, I don't care. Yeah, their name's good. So, you know what? For a team's first year, you're already tied with the uh, Canadians who <laughs> have been around for, like, forever. Yeah, that's their whole, that's like their whole country's sport. Yeah, look at that. So there you go, Seattle. And then NFL, bunch of trades have been happening. So, yeah, that's sports. All right. What is our fact of the day? Fact of the day. This one's fun. Napoleon once was attacked by thousands of rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this. Yes, go on. Napoleon was once one of the most powerful men in Europe, but he suffered an ignominious, ignominious, so you say this word? I'm waiting for the rest of the sentence. Ah, ignominious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the rest of the sentence. Go on. Ignominious defeat at the hands of rabbits. After a military victory, Napoleon's chief of staff organized a rabbit hunt to celebrate. Thousands of rabbits were brought to be set loose, but instead of hopping away when the cages were open, they turned to attack, swarming the partygoers. <laughs> After trying and failing to shoo them away, the great emperor Napoleon ran for his safety of his carriage. I love this. That What a great story. Yeah, that was a great story. Look at that. Napoleon defeated by rabbits and winter. Yep. The rabbits. His two, his two biggest enemies, rabbits and winter. The more you know about history, the better it becomes. Uh, and that is your fact of the day. All right. Well, what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Um, so this one, <laughs> I, oh my God. So the, <laughs> I was down to two Alabama oh, man wow. accused of stealing 70 ton crane. And then there was man known as Scott Fudge jailed after attack on elderly person. But here's the thing. This is <laughs> this is Scott Fudge. Oh no. Oh no. Someone I said feel bad for Scott Fudge. Like that so, guy. Ooh. Someone said, looks like the bug wearing the dude's skin from Men in Black. <laughs> that is exactly what it looks like. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, that guy is just unpleasant. Yeah, that is. Wow. 
So that's why I like I didn't want to read the story because it's like a sad like he's ta tagging an that's elderly very person. Very sad. Like he's sad. It's sad. All of it's sad. Just wow. the fact of him looking like a bug from Men in Black, I had to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad yeah, someone no had problem. to. Um, so we're gonna read about Alabama man. The suspended or the suspect claims someone gave him the crane and he wanted it removed so he could sell it for scrap. An Alabama man who called a wrecker service asking to have a 70-ton crane pulled out of the woods is now charged with stealing heavy machinery. The owner of a towing service contacted the Chilton County Sheriff's Office on Monday, saying the man had called claiming someone gave him the crane and he wanted it removed so he could sell it for scrap. The wrecker service owner recalled moving the same crane a few years ago and contacted its owner, who denied having given it away. The towing operator then called law enforcement. The man who wanted the crane moved fled before officers arrived, driving the rig into a ditch where it became stuck. The 26-year-old Clanton man was arrested Tuesday on a probation violation and first-degree theft. We have worked a lot of theft cases over the years, but this one definitely takes place in the heavyweight category, said the sheriff's office. Category. <laughs> category. Yo, this is a big-ass crane. Look at this thing. This is the. It also has like a military vibe. Yeah, so. it's like a military crane. <laughs> Dude yeah. just like took it. It's like it's mine now. Or it's Alabama, and they just painted it camo because like. Oh, that's know, also Alabama. that's also very possible. Although I don't know, <laughs> it does look old. But either way, this dude wanted to sell it for scrap. I mean, you probably could. Yeah, there's a lot could. there to sell. Like, there's a lot there to scrap sell. But he also stole it, so. <laughs> right. I mean, like it wasn't his to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's your news stories of the day. Okay, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching or however you're enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit up with the socials. Socials. YouTube.com slash Cox Crendor podcast. <laughs> all one word. Uh, you can see all the podcasts. Uh, up there, you can also go to Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just look up Cox and Crendor, you'll find it. If you go to youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor without the podcast part at the end, you'll find all the animations. You can also find us at our own things at youtube.com slash Jesse Cox, youtube.com slash Crendor, Twitch Jesse Cox, Twitch Crendor, Twitter Jesse Cox, Twitter Crendor, Patreon Jesse Cox, Patreon Crendor, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Instagram Notorious Cox, Instagram Crendor was taken. Okay, that's it for us. Thank you so much. We'll see you all next time. And as always, to be continued. Thank you.